Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. KMLE FM and HD1 Chandler Phoenix. You're starting the day with Gunner and Cheyenne. Powered by NoBullRam.com. Now, please pause while we salute America. And you see By the dawn's early light Oh, so proudly we hailed At the twilight last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright Getting you up and getting you going. This is Gunner and Cheyenne. 
I think that by far is one of the best national anthems we play. I agree. Oh, my gosh. Chris Hamilton for the Super Bowl on Sunday. Well, here we are, day after Valentine's Day. And the question on everybody's mind, did Cheyenne get engaged yesterday? <laughs> I see the text coming in. So I might as well answer that question right off the top here, Cheyenne. Did I get engaged I yesterday? I can't see your hand. It's hidden behind your uh, computer over there. No, I did not oh, get engaged yesterday. Oh, that's a bummer. <laughs> I didn't even see Brandon yesterday. He's super sick. Oh, yeah? Yeah. (laughs) I was like, don't come over here. That's convenient. Well, I'm so sick on Valentine's Day. I can't come see you. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I know that he's been fighting something, and I think I I got him sick, but I'm refusing to say that I did. Yeah. Because I only saw him for two hours while I was super sick. Like, that's it. And I'm refusing to say that it's my fault. Okay. But he is very sick right now. I mean, this dude, he had it He had it planned out for Valentine's Day. <laughs> you guys have been together for seven months. He should be impressing you like none other on your very first Valentine's Day. But he sets the stage by saying he has no interest in Valentine's Day and blah, 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 blah. And then just to back that up, like as a, uh, as a, um, a safety parachute, He's sick as well. You like people don't put that much <laughs> thought into things. You know that, right? <laughs> like this is that know. is just your brain. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Th- I don't know this dude well enough. But I. But from the outside looking in, this dude's a genius. I can tell you right now, he doesn't plan anything <laughs> enough for him to think that far in advance and plan that yeah. out. That I can tell you for sure. Um, but you had a good Valentine's Day for uh, you know, I guess what it could be. I mean, what it was. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> I went and bought some steaks. Aww. Made some uh, bacon-wrapped asparagus, uh, some potatoes. That's sweet. And uh, bought her a plant. $20 plant. Wow. <laughs> Look at you, Mr. Romance. Well, I mean, she got <laughs> off work at 5. I went to Bash's at 4.30. So I got off... <laughs> No, no, don't give me too much credit here, Shia. You know, Shia. I can't give a lot of people credit. I had to go to Fry's yesterday, and literally the Valentine's Day aisle was stuffed with people. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Last minute. Last you know. minute shoppers. Well, it's one of those like, oh, it's such a commercialized holiday. Why are we doing this? I celebrate love every other day of the year. But then like when the time's ticking down on Valentine's Day, you know, you kind of get that, uh, maybe I should yep. get a little something. Because then you feel bad. Yeah. I bought my own self a box of chocolates yesterday, and it was delightful. I told Brandon. Uh, but but how much better? But how much better would that have been if your boyfriend of seven months would have gotten you those box of cho- that box of chocolates? I mean, obviously, I'm not going to argue the fact that it would have been nice, yeah. but I'm not mad about it. All right. Uh, the weather's, man, last night was a little rough. Uh, and we got to, let's see, today's not going to be too bad, breezy in 56. But we do have a freeze warning overnight tonight. And then uh, tomorrow looking pretty good, sunny in uh, 60. Thank here's, goodness. Here's a morning riddle. You ready? Yes. I only lie down once in my life when I die. What am I? <laughs> okay. I only lie down once in my life when I die. What am I? Think about it. If you think you know it, you can text us at 22108. Uh, but we'll get you the correct answer to the morning riddle coming up here in six minutes. I only lie down once in my life when I die. What am I? Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. All right, today's morning riddle seemingly pretty easy based on the guesses coming in at, uh, by text at 22108. I only lie down once in my life when I die. What am I? I only lie down once in my life when I die. What am I? You have a guess? I do, yeah. Okay. Uh, text of the 425, a giraffe. What? <laughs> Pretty sure they lay down to take naps, yeah, don't they? I think so. I would assume Does the so. neck go all the way down to the ground? Like when they take a nap? I know they like lay down on their side, right? But I mean, <laughs> the neck. Does the neck go down? <laughs> I, I honestly have no clue. I don't know anything about giraffes other than they fight with their necks. That's the only thing tall, I know. And they're tall. Yeah. Um, and they eat leaves from the top of the trees. That would be something to see. I'd assume that their neck would go all the way down. That would get kind of tired just keeping your neck up all, di- you all would, the time. You would think so. <laughs> well, I'll have to ask a giraffe the next time I all see All right, you one. do that. Report back, Cheyenne. <laughs> okay, we'll do uh, I only lie down once in my life when I die. What am I? Text of the 909, a B. Incorrect. Text of the 480, a wool rug. That is incorrect. Text of the 480, a coffin. That is incorrect. Text of the 520, a cactus. Cool. Good guess. Yeah, that's a good it. guess. 
Um, text of the 928, a bat. Incorrect. Text of the 480, hair. Incorrect. Text of the 602, a hummingbird. No. Text of the 602, roses. No. Um, so everybody else is correct. All right. Cheyenne, I only lie down once in my life when I die. What am I? Um, I went with flower. Flower. No. Oh. The correct answer is tree. A oh. tree. I feel like flower makes sense, too. Like, they don't, like... Well, no, because, I mean, they could keel over, right? And then they, they don't could re- come back up. I don't know. They don't lay down. A tree. It's a tree. <laughs> okay. A nice, stout tree. Wind blows it down, kills it, it's down. <laughs> Lumberjack cuts it down. Yeah. It's down. Right. All right, fine. Uh, that's the morning riddle. Uh, the answer's tree. If you got it correct, now you know. We do the morning riddle every weekday morning at six here on Camel Country. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Camel Country 1079. Unqualified advice for life changing situations. Hey, you get what you pay for. This is Gunner and Cheyenne's Big Decision. Well, if you got a big decision you are facing, you can text us at 22108 and we will give you our two cents. We may not be all that educated, but we've got some street smarts. And we do try. We do try to give pretty decent advice. And if it goes too deep, we got the help of Camel Nation to, to kind of help out with the situation, all right? Uh, text with the 928. I just won. $150,000 on FanDuel. Oh. And I don't know if I should tell my family. <laughs> uh, first of all, congratulations. Yeah, those Super Bowl hits. Uh, yeah. Super Bowl bets must have paid off. Jeez Louise. fifty grand. It's a lot uh, of money. Should this individual tell the family of his windfall? Um, I think I would tell my significant other because I don't think, like, I don't think you should lie about money when it comes to, like, your spouse. And I would probably tell my family... But I would not tell them how much I won. Yeah, I, do I want, just, just say you won twenty grand. Yeah, or know? not even that. Just like, hey, I won. I won some money on FanDuel, and that's all you got to say. Like they don't need well, to know well, the amount. <laughs> they're gonna know it's something big. Because I mean, you know, last night I won three hundred dollars betting on basketball. I'm not gloating. Hey guys, I won some money on FanDuel. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, I wouldn't tell them the amount either way. Like, it doesn't matter, like how big or how little. I wouldn't tell them. But I would tell my spouse for sure. I guess that's the right thing to do. You know, what's mine is yours. What's yours is mine. When you exchange those vows, yes. You know, to be open and honest with the spouse is probably the uh, the right move. But tell yeah. the rest of the family, probably not. Just like that poor dude up in California, over in California, who won two point four billion dollars. He was not allowed to remain anonymous, so his name is out there, and everybody knows he won a billion dollars now. Now his entire family just loves him. That's right. Coming out of the woodwork. Yeah. Uh, text with the 702. What girl to ask out? I am flirty with several, and they're all flirty back. I could legitimately go for any of these. <laughs> My or instant- anyone with ease. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> My instant big sister kicks in. Um, I would say when... I would go after the girl where you're driving to work and your mind is blank, but she's the one your mind goes to. Like, for whatever reason, she brings you the peace. She's where you, she's the one that you think about the most. I would go with that one. Uh, which is probably the responsible uh, way to go because, uh, you know, being, me bearing, being married 15 years, I'm like, well, I'm just, what's stopping you from dating all three of them? You know, keep it going. <laughs> You would. Like, that would be fun. your advice. <laughs> like, why you gotta choose? Yeah, have some fun, man. Life's short. That's Get all about it. options. You have the big decision you're facing today. You can text us at 22108. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Well, it is the big decision this morning. You have a big decision. You want some advice. Maybe you're thinking about quitting your job, thinking about dumping your mate. Uh, I don't know, investing in something with a bunch of buddies. Uh, tell us what the big decision is you're facing today, and we will give you our two cents. You can text us at 22108. Here we go, Cheyenne. All right. Uh, text from the 203. So I moved out to Arizona about six years ago with one of my kids. Went to the University of Arizona. My parents have been here for 10 years, and they're getting older, but I left three kids on the East Coast. Ooh. At Christmas time when I visited, they were putting a hard push on me uh, for being away too long. Do I move back East and be with my kids, or do I stay here with the life I've made and my parents? Oh, that's tearing at the heart. That is, you know... Um, 
you know, I, I haven't lived this situation. You yeah. know, I, I am away from family. I grew up in the Pacific Northwest, but I am here with my wife and my kids. Right. You know, it would be tough to be away from my kids. And I mean, you're here in Arizona. You got one of your kids here. Your, your oldest living up in Washington State. Uh-huh. Uh, your mom's up in Washington State. You got a lot of family up there. So what do you say to this, Cheyenne? You know, being separated from a kid. Uh, you know, I... I hate being separated from my oldest. I really do. But I was not the best me that I was in Washington. Washington for me just wasn't, was not a good place. And I'm a firm believer in, like, you can't be a good parent if you yourself are mentally unstable. You've got things going on. Like, you have to be good in your, like, self. So if being here in Arizona makes you a better person and you're close to your family... Then I would stay. Okay, but the kids on the East Coast, I mean, I'm assuming dad's over there, right? Yeah, like, why did you leave in the first place? I guess that would be my question. Well, school. It says University of Arizona. So going to the school, creating this life here, Uh and creating that life away from some of your kids. And I, I mean, you've been away for six years. It says six years. Yeah. I mean, that's a long time. And then um, that one kid is here without his siblings or her siblings. You yeah. Know? You know, I think at the end of the day in this particular situation, I would probably move home to my kids. But the parents are getting older. So you move home, then you're leaving your parents. And then let's say you do move home mm-hmm. and the parents pass away or one of them passes away. and You're going to be kicking yourself for not being there a part of their life. Yeah, but anybody can pass away at any moment. So you can say the same thing about one of the kids. Yeah, you know? but they're a lot younger. Yeah, right? but they could be hit so by do a you, car. Do, do you wait out here longer until the parents pass away and then move back? I see what you're saying, and I 100% get it. But I think, again, in this situation, I would move home to my kids. Like, you had your entire life with your parents, and I get that they're older and that they're going to pass away. I get that. But these are also your kids who still need you in their life, and they still have a lot of life to live. Yeah. Um, good stuff. Camel Nation, if you have a comment on that, you can text us at 2218. I do see a lot of questions coming in today. We're going to hang out of these for next week. We'll do it again next Wednesday at 645 here on Camel Country. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Thank you so much for having us on this morning. The big decision we do every Wednesday at 625. Uh, somebody texted in with a big decision today that... Uh, it's uh, it's a tough one. It is. It's a super uh, hard. It, it is hard, and you know we kind of gave you our two cents, which we'll uh, recap here in a moment. But there were also some texts coming in from Camel Nation with some good points. Mm-hmm. You know, so we want to definitely get those out there. Uh, you can always text us at two two one zero eight. But here's the big decision somebody's facing today. Uh, text with the two zero three. So I moved out to Arizona about six years ago with one of my with one of my kids. Went to the University of Arizona. My kids have been. Uh, my parents have been here for ten years. And they're getting older. But I left three of my kids on the East Coast. At Christmas time when I visited, they were putting a hard push on me for being along for being away for too long. Do I move back east and be with my kids or stay here with the life I've made and my parents? Cheyenne says move back. I do say that. Are you going back on what you said or what? I mean, you had some time to think about it here. But I have had time to think about it. And I think my only like little asterisk to this would be if your other three kids are adults, live where makes you happy. If you're happy here and you've settled your life here, then stay. But if your kids are still young and still growing up, then yeah, for sure, move home. Yeah, life is so short, man. Yeah. I, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm blessed to be able to be here with my wife and my kids. We're all together, right? Family's up in Washington State. I just had family come down last week and visit, right? It's, it's great. They can mm-hmm. come visit, you know? But if it, to be separated from your own flesh and blood like that and miss big milestones in their life, you know, their first baseball game, their, their graduation, whatever, you yeah. know? You fill in the blank there. That's tough. It is hard. And I like that is a life that I live. I miss a lot of things with my oldest son and it sucks. So if you do have the ability to go back and they're still in that stage of life, go back. I uh, texted the 915. Move the kids out of Arizona. These kids need their parents and the grandparents deserve to spend time with them. As long as the family dynamic is healthy and not, and not toxic. So she's saying move the kids down to Arizona? No, she's saying this person's saying move back out of Arizona, but the grandparents do live here. Yeah. So I don't know. 
Uh, text from the 602. What plans do you or your parents have with regards to their care in their late years? Right? I had mentioned that. You know, yeah. if you move back to the East Coast, your parents are here in aging and you will not be with them in the final years of their life. Will you be kicking yourself for that? Yeah, that's a good point. Like, make sure you have a plan. Text with the 623. We don't know how old the kids are back east. Mm-hmm. They may be in adulthood and could essentially move here as well. Yes. Text with the 602. What about the elderly parents' perspective? They don't want to be separated from their kids either. That's a good point, but they're the ones who moved in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> Text with the 928. She should stay. Sounds like the children are older and mm-hmm. will be making their own lives. You need to live your own life. I moved from Minnesota 22 years ago. Away from family was my best decision. Yeah. Text of the 979. If that person did not leave for any negative reasons, I would say move back with your kids. Parents are always a call or a flight away. Missing your kids grow up is something that you shouldn't miss. Yeah, you'll never get that back. But you'll also never get the final years with your parents back. It's a double-edged sword. Man. It is a double-edged sword. But I think that, you know, we've given some good points. So this person, whether we helped you or not, at least you have things to think about. Now let's break it down. The East Coast is crowded. It has crappy weather. (laughs) So let's move everybody out here. Yeah, Everybody's moving here. (laughs) There we go. Everybody's moving to Arizona. There's the decision. There you go. Hope that helped. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, we hope you had a great Valentine's Day. Questions still coming in on text this morning. If Cheyenne has a ring on her finger, if that engagement went down yesterday, (laughs) that, you know, Monday, Tuesday, I kind of referenced it. You know, you, you are seven months in in this relationship. It seems like if it's, this is like the early window of an engagement. Like if it's to happen, right? Your first Valentine's Day, you've been together seven months. Things seem to be going well. Why not? And then and then he was doing the whole, oh, I hate Valentine's Day thing. Don't expect anything from me. You know, kind of playing uh-huh. uh, that whole card. Yeah. And then he could have surprised you with flowers and, and a ring. And you're like, oh, I had no idea. I thought you hated Valentine's Day. Yes, yes, yes. I really hope that's not what you think I sound like. <laughs> uh, is that what happened yesterday, Cheyenne? No, it's no, not. It's no, uh, My daughter came home from school yesterday with three big boxes of chocolate from her quote-unquote boyfriend at school. Oh, three boxes three, of chocolate? Which is more than I did for my wife. More than what you got from your boyfriend. <laughs> but I think, you know, Valentine's Day seems more like... It's very commercialized for adults. Yes. Right? I think Valentine's Day, why can't we just make this like a children's holiday? I agree. Right? You make the little boxes for the uh, the Valentine's Day card. You put it on your desk. Everybody exchanges a Valentine. Um, I, I did it all throughout growing up. Yeah, I know same. our kids this year, you know, they did the same thing. And they just, um, they don't feel the pressure that adults feel with this holiday. And they truly just have fun with it. Yeah, well, I think it's because, like, they're not jaded. You know, they didn't, they don't have 15, 20 years of Valentine's Day being shoved in your face. Yeah. So right now for these kids, like, and even Easton, my six-year-old and my 12-year-old, like, it's just something fun and cute to show I affection. Agree. I say we lead the charge of making Valentine's Day a children's holiday. And us adults, we just love on each other every other day of the year. I love that. Let's Huzzah! go. <laughs> but my daughter is all uh, bummed out. She was supposed to go to science camp, uh, I think, today or tomorrow. Uh, it's out, out in Prescott, right? So all the fifth and sixth graders in the school are supposed to be getting on a bus and heading out there for their first overnight camp. You it's know, an overnight camp? Oh, it's a couple of nights. What? Yeah. So they would have been le- leaving today. But because of the storm, uh-huh. they kind of rolled through. I mean, we had all sorts of thunder and hail and all sorts of stuff all over the valley yeah, yesterday. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, Prescott in the High Valley getting slammed with snow that they had to postpone science camp. And she was super bummed out. I'm like, this isn't like just you, your entire class, everybody who's supposed to be going is dealing with this. Don't feel bad. They'll reschedule it. Blah, 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 you know. Oh, was she taking it personally? Yeah, she was. Oh, she was really looking forward to it. Oh, poor girl. This is her first time away from home with like a camp thing, you know, and she's going to be far away up in Prescott. You know, but uh, Tatum, my youngest, is celebrating because she was she was having some anxiety with her older sister going away, Aww. you know, and her being an only child yeah. for uh, a couple of nights. Oh, that's sweet. So, you know, as things start warming up, hopefully they reschedule it. I mean, I'm sure not just my daughter, but all the other fifth and sixth graders will probably be heartbroken if they end up, you know, canceling this yeah. science trip. I don't see why they wouldn't reschedule. 
I mean, it just depends. You know, I mean, they got to give parents ample notice. That's true. Right? You yeah. can't just reschedule for next week because we've known about this for a couple of months now. Have made plans and uh, stuff like gotcha, that. gotcha, so gotcha. Once they lock in a date, you know, then she's got something more to look forward to. Well, hopefully but, they get it sorted out. Well, these gosh darn storms, man. At least at least they happened this week and not last week. Yeah. With the Open <laughs> and the <laughs> Super Bowl and everything. Oh, that would have been terrible. Horrible. <laughs> Hey, uh, thanks for having us on this morning. Got a brand new 720. I love you, man. Just ahead here on camera. What's going on? Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. It's Gunner and Cheyenne. Thank you so much for listening this morning. The Cardinals have a new head coach. Which, saw that. Uh, is the uh, former defensive coordinator for the Philadelphia Eagles. who was They were just in town in the Super Bowl. Um, I'm not sure how I feel on this. Just actually, I do know how I feel. I hate it. <laughs> why? Why do Why do you hate it? I, okay, there's a couple of reasons. I think the Cardinals need somebody who has proven Super Bowl success. Uh-huh. All right, that that has been in the league a while, that knows what they're doing, that has the respect of the players. I, you know, and they could have had that with Sean Payton. Oh yeah, Sean, yeah, totally. But Sean Payton didn't want to be here. He went off to uh, be with the Denver Broncos. Um, they interviewed a few other coaches, but they ended up with Jonathan Gannon as the new head coach, which what's, what I think is even worse here is they signed him to a five-year deal, Oh, which didn't they learn with Cliff Kingsbury? Clearly not. <laughs> <laughs> Come like on. You need a trial period. Yeah. Where's the one year? Let's see how you do. And then, yeah. you know, and they even did that with Kingsbury right off the bat. He had that one-year deal or two-year deal, whatever it was. And then he signed a new deal. Following that seemingly successful season a couple of years ago. Yeah, I definitely think like a probationary period probably would have been what was best for them. I mean, even with Kyler Murray, they signed him to a big contract without him proving himself. Yeah. Even when they when he signed that contract, I thought it was too soon. And he's still yet to prove himself. He mm-hmm. had kind of a crappy season last year. You know, and you got Jonathan Cannon, who's coming in as the new head coach, who is a defensive coach. He, he was a defensive coach on the Philadelphia Eagles, which... If you watch the Super Bowl, a lot of people saying the Eagles lost the Super Bowl because of the defense. Right. They didn't blitz as much as they should have on a on a uh, Patrick Mahomes with a with a bum ankle. Yeah, I did see I did see a lot of comments that had said something similar to that. Yeah, Philadelphia happy to see him go. Yeah. Some some of the comments. Uh, Dylan says uh, this guy costed us a Super Bowl. I can't get over that. Good riddance. Uh, George says, uh, thanks for staying in Arizona like we asked. <laughs> Brady says addition by subtraction, which they're basically, he's basically saying that team is getting better with this right. guy leaving. Yeah. Um, uh, this guy named Wooder uh, says, does he need a ride to the airport? <laughs> so Philadelphia excited to get rid of him. Yeah, but here's the I saw a comment that said, yes, like it was a Philadelphia fan. They said, yes, we're upset. We're mad because he lost the Super Bowl for us. But at the end of it, it said, but if we would have won, he had a great season. No, he did. They were number two, uh, the number two defense in the NFL last season. Right. So he did have a decent season, but it goes down to decision making. Yeah. You know, how? what decisions are you going to make in high uh, in big, uh, big time uh, moments, right? High pressure situations. Yeah. Can he control the clock? Can he make the right call, the right plays in certain situations? Yeah. In the Super Bowl, it, it, it didn't prove that he could. You know. So, but the pickings were slim <laughs> when it came down to to a head coach. How many options, like, do you think they had in total, anyways? I it was under ten. Ooh. You know. But I mean, as. Sean Payton got picked up. The Colts picked up a new coach. All these other teams naming their head coach. I think the Cardinals were the only ones left that had not named a head coach. So the pickings were slim. And I kind of feel like they panicked. He was here in Arizona. He was the number two defense. But I mean, I don't think it's our defense that needs help. It's the offense. So why are we we going with a defensive coach when it's Kyler Murray, you know, that uh, in that offense that needs the help? I can't answer that for you because I have no idea. Hopefully he can. Let, let's just think positively, right? Let's uh, hopefully he can get through to Kyler Murray. Uh-huh. Kyler's kind of got that. Um, it's all me uh, mindset. You know, he's a f- baseball player. Every baseball player on the field is playing their position by themselves. Right. right? Football's a little bit different. You got to rely on the rest of your team. And Kyler's not in that mindset yet. So hopefully this coach can get into that in, into Kyler's mind 
and kind of turn things around. Yeah, I did see a comment that had referenced that, that it doesn't matter what coach you bring in if they can't get Kyler to play like a team. Well, fingers crossed. Let's hope for the best for the Cardinals this season. Fingers crossed. (laughs) Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Country Thunder. That's what we're talking about. We've got a lineup announcement for you for Saturday, April 15th. Now, we know Country Thunder is coming up April 13th to the 16th out in Florence. Yes. Uh, we know Dirk Bentley, Luke Bryan, Cody Johnson, John Party, Parker McCollum, Parmalee, Nate Smith, Ashton McBride, Bailey Zimmerman, Midland, Jackson Dean. They're all going to be there. Yes, we do know that. We just don't know who's playing on what days. But after today, you're going to know. Because, I mean, even though we have the concert or we have the lineup announcement tomorrow for Sunday, by process of elimination, you can figure it out. Yes. I mean, <laughs> we hope that you can figure yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can figure it out. But uh, for Saturday, April 15th. Uh, which, by the way, single day tickets for Country Thunder go on sale on Friday. So if you want to go see these guys on Saturday the 15th, uh, get your single day tickets on Friday. Cody Johnson. Yeah. Headlining, headlining Saturday, April 15th. Uh, Parker McCollum, Jackson Dean, Randall King, Haley Witters, and the Recklaws. The Recklaws. Huh? Interesting. Yeah, they kind of put two words together. It's like uh, reckless and, and laws. Yeah. Or outlaws. I think it came from like outlaws, yeah. probably. The rec laws. I really like Haley, Haley Witters, though. She's starting to grow on me a lot. She's got that song. Um, we're playing. Oh, we're playing that. I just had it. What is it? Tell you in a sec. <laughs> but, but during that, that song, there's a part in that song where I just envision her with her arms out like an airplane, <laughs> just kind of going around the stage. It just kind of has that. It's called Everything She Ate. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> But there's a, it's just kind of got that song, or that is that song where it's just kind of it's an instrumental, and it's just the, the way the song goes. Sorry, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, while the band's playing and you're not singing, just kind of put your arms out and kind of soar across the stage. I will never listen to that song the same again. I promise you won't, because I, I won't. hear it every single time now that it popped in my head. But uh, yeah, single day tickets for Country Thunder go on sale this Friday. Uh, Saturday, single day if you want to go. Cody Johnson, Parker McCollum, Jackson Dean, and more will all be at Country Thunder tomorrow. If you don't want to go through the time of process of elimination, who's going to be on the Sunday lineup? Works uh, We'll announce it tomorrow. Okay, at 8 o'clock here on Camel Country. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Camel Country 1079. This is Gunner and Cheyenne. Well, we appreciate you having us on this morning. Hope you had a great Valentine's Day. Uh, I do want to answer some of the questions coming in on tax at 22108 on whether Cheyenne got engaged or not. <laughs> Why is this such a hot topic this I morning? I mean, each hour, right? We mentioned it. Did she get engaged or not? Which will uh, she'll give you the answer here in a moment. But not everybody listens from 6 a.m. on Cheyenne. I know. You know, so I mean, being that we talked about it Monday and Tuesday this week, here we are on Wednesday, the day after Valentine's Day. The day after the lover's holiday. Are you engaged? No. Oh, man. Bummer. (laughs) (laughs) There had to have been part of you that thought it was going to happen, no? No, not really. No? I will will say, it did get a little suspicious because he did have to send me a picture of his call log the other day. And he happens to have a friend whose name is Gunner. Who he talked to multiple times last week. So when you started talking a lot about, oh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. There was a sliver of me that was like, how ironic is it that he also has a friend named Gunner? And my friend named Gunner is talking about this a lot. You ready for me to blow your mind? Yeah. He did call me. You're lying. No, he did have plans to be there yesterday, but he got sick. Shut up. You're lying. I, I am, don't I am lying. I was, I was just kidding. <laughs> Man, what a roller coaster of emotion that, that was. That was a lot in a couple seconds. You're mean. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> wow. But he does have a friend named Gunner, so it was very suspicious. That is suspic- kind of funny. That it was kind of funny. for a while. Yeah. Well, uh, it'll happen one day, Cheyenne. Yeah, I mean, there was an opportunity yesterday, but, uh, you know. <laughs> If you want to call it that. It, it was, was an a, opportunity. It was a special day in the year. <laughs> I don't know. It'll happen someday, Cheyenne. It'll happen. I'm sure it'll be very special when it does happen. I'm sure it will, too. Yeah. All right. Coming up next, Cheyenne is getting ready to move. And she made a comment about a service that she's going to be using 
uh, the other day. This is off air. She made this comment about this service that she'll be using. I said, well, just make sure you tip them. And you fought me on it. And I'm yeah, still going to fight you on well, it. I don't understand. I mean, you should definitely tip this the people in this service, okay? You're not going to agree. I know you're not, but yeah. we're going to let you know. And uh, we're going to look for feedback from you, Camel Nation, as well. Should she tip these people that she's using for her move? We'll explain it all coming up next here on Camel Country. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. I kind of have a feeling, Cheyenne, that uh, you're going to kind of get lit up on the, uh, the text screen uh, because just the tease alone, people are assuming what we're talking about in the right uh-huh. uh, based on who you should be tipping in 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 that, right? So you're moving. Mm-hmm. You had made a comment about using a moving service and you're kind of listed prices. And I, and I say, well, just make sure you tip them in the end. And you're like, yeah. And then you were like, oh, well, wait, why do I need to tip the movers? And I said, because they're providing you a service. So you you don't agree that you should. So these people that are going to be pulling uh, boxes and and uh, couches out of your apartment into a moving truck. You don't think you should tip them? No, I don't. Because I am paying them to do it in the first place. Like, at what point do we stop tipping for everything? Because well, right now, we are like... We feel obligated to tip everybody. Okay, so you tip. Who do you typically tip? I tip waiters and waitresses. Okay. I'll tip the valet guy. I'll tip. But how are they? How's that any different than movers picking boxes because up and move, putting them in a moving it's truck? It's not. I just do it because normally you're standing next to me and I feel bad. <laughs> so the only reason why. But anybody who provides a service should be tipped. Okay, so do you tip the the service techs at Earnhardt when they work on your car because their service, they're doing a service for you? Do you tip the cashier so that you there. don't have to bag your own groceries? No. Yeah, I mean there there are places where they ask for tips and then there's other places that don't ask for tips, okay. right? So you're right. Earnhardt, they don't flip the little white screen around and uh, give them a percentage of, you know, the final bill. Right, but they're no, providing right. a service. Right. So you should be tipping them. By by what you're saying, you should be tipping them. Why are we tipping every single person? Because I will tell you, I pulled it up so that I had I had fact behind me. Okay. There is a moving company here. I won't name them. Their starting wage makes the same as a starting electrical apprentice. But who cares what they because get? Because my point is, is they're not on a minimum wage where they get tips like waiters and waitresses and okay, bartenders. So what you're saying is that the folks getting paid minimum wage... Those are the ones that get the tipped. ones where you know they're making minimum wage because their other income is is supplemented by those tips. Okay, but how do you explain like like a barber or a haircutter? You know, uh, like because they, they set their own prices. Okay, but and I I tip my barber because right. I just like him. They provide a service too. Okay, so right? again, are you going to tip your cashier the next time they bag your groceries for you at Walmart? They don't have a tip jar. I'd- so. <laughs> You're, you're, no. So you're telling no. me, so you're telling me that the movers are going to have a tip jar on their no. belt okay, for me let me, to put a tip in? Let me let me read these texts from people that d- did assume that it was movers. Text with the six zero two. You should definitely tip the people who are moving your apartment. I used to be a home mover, and when people tipped us, it would just make our day so much better, and we would be more cautious about taking care of their belongings. You should be cautious, anyways, because they're paying you to do it. Text with the six zero two. My husband is a mover. He does he does get tipped because they're doing the service for the drivers. So they're not getting paid what you're paying the company if she can't tip at least buy them lunch. See, and that's something I would do. But if lunch is going to cost 20 bucks, why don't you just give them the $20? Because I feel like it's something that I am giving them. Like, hey, here's some lunch, guys. Or here's a snack. Um, that is something that is that is within my personality to do. You mentioned uh, in this email that you had sent about this topic, you said the hot dog guy at Chase Field during the game provides you with a service and the luxury of not getting up, and we don't tip him. I don't tip him. You should. But I don't. But why? He's walking down the stairs. You don't have to get up. Okay. It's a luxury. Okay. Yeah. But do you tip him? I do. I absolutely do. Baloney. Pa- well, I typically, no, you I, don't. I typically don't buy from them anyway because I always pay with card. But if you're paying with cash, why don't you tip him for bringing that hot dog? So to why you? can't you tip him when you pay with card? You got to sign it anyways. I always tip upstairs. You don't tip the beer people when you buy a beer. No. 
Oh my gosh! Uh, why? Why are we I tipping everybody? When I does agree. it stop? I agree. I agree. Like when you go out to the 16th hole, or whenever you go out to WM Phoenix Open, a lot of those people that are pouring, pouring the booze, they're making a ton of money. Yeah, they're making a lot of money. And yeah, all they did was pour a little vodka and Sprite in a cup for you. But you're still tipping them. I don't tip when I do stuff like that. So when you're in the 16th hole getting free no. booze, you're not tipping them? No. Wow. I just like, why? I don't know. You, it's just something that it's nice to do. Okay. You know, they're providing you a service. You want to know what's also nice to do is me to be equally as pleasant to you as you are to me. When I go up to a bar or when I go up, when I have people come to my house and you're talking to me and I go, hey, how's your day going? And I'm nice to you. Yeah. But now, but if you don't smile, if my bartender doesn't smile at me, doesn't say hi to me, and just pours my drink and away I go, I, well, I have I to tip them for that? Well, no, but I mean, no. so every person that you went up to at the bar at Phoenix Open I didn't treated you Phoenix like crap? Open. I didn't go up to the bar one time. Okay. But they're probably working for just tips. So if you go to the bar and get a drink and don't tip them, they're not getting paid anything. I don't think they're, I don't think, I don't think that that's the case. I think that they get paid, but that's not the point. Regardless, they're there for the tips. Right. I mean, those bartenders are there for the tips. So where does it end? I mean, Camel Nation, you can chime in here. Texas at 22108. You know, I think you should be tipping more than you are. You tip the, you tip the, okay, you tip the DoorDash guy, right? Yes. But you're not going to tip the hot dog guy that walks down the stairs and hands you a hot dog at Chase Field? I'm not saying that I am or that I'm not. I'm just pointing out, like, do you, like, are we tipping them too? Like, where does that stop? I was just making yeah. a point of, like, where, where do you draw the line on service and tips? Uh, when it comes to the movers, though, I would say if you want, no dings in your in your furniture. That, that is the going most tipping. BS comment you can make. <laughs> Why? Because, so you're telling me if I don't tip you, you're going to treat my stuff like garbage? Probably. Fine, then I'm going to be the world's biggest <laughs> B to you while you're in my house. No. Uh, thoughts on this, Campbell Day? You can text us at 22108, and there's a ton of texts coming in. Well, we're going to get to your text coming up next here on Camel. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, there's a lot of people asking for tips these days, but where does it end? Uh, Cheyenne is moving and pricing out movers. And uh, you were kind of discussing some of the uh, prices with me. And I said, well, just make sure you tip at the end. And you kind of gave me the weirdest look, the most confused look. You're like, what? I'm not tipping them. Why? Like, why would I tip them? I'm already paying them to move my stuff. Well, they're providing a service. And that's why you should tip them. But I will say that people are texting in. There are people that do agree with you. Uh, they, they say that tipping has gone gotten out of hand, mm-hmm. you know, especially when you're like showing up at some place and uh, they have the little square thing <laughs> and, and you're literally taking like a bottle of Coke to the cashier, paying for it, yeah. flip the thing around and expect like a 15% tip on a bottle of Coke. Right. You know, I mean, that that is where it's gotten out of hand. You know, but anybody who was actually providing you a service, if they did a good job, I think you should tip them. So let's say, let's say at the end, once they get everything loaded into the moving truck, nothing's been dinged, everything's been roped down and and blanketed off and everything else. Um, will you tip them then? You want to know what I would do in that moment? Is I would graciously thank them and then go and tell like tell their boss how great of a job they did and how impressed I was. That to me. Mm-hmm. Is everything that that should be? Um, a masseuse. When you go for a massage, do you tip the masseuse? Um, I couldn't tell you the last time I had a massage. But would you? Do you tip your uh, the the person that gives you the pedicure, the manicure? Um, I do, but only because they kind of ruffle your feathers when you don't, and it's very uncomfortable. But then you tip at the end of it, though, and so- it's very uncomfortable because then you go to tip. And they're like, eh, "Do you have cash?" And then I'm like, no. And they're like, ugh. But they're providing a service. I don't see any okay, difference between again, them working on your grubby feet as opposed to moving your uh, furniture into a moving truck. I don't see any difference between that. Okay. Well, is there a difference between the movers and people doing the oil change on your truck? No. Would be yeah, the answer much. to that. Not much. <laughs> but I, I feel like, you know, depending on where I go for the oil change, there is the option of, of tipping. I think like a jack of the box is probably a little too much. That's kind of over the line when it comes to tipping. I was there the other day and they had a tip jar right out by the by the, uh, the drive through window. Absolutely not. But that's not the question. Like the question is, should you? Like your your mentality is that anybody who's providing a service should be tipped. Therefore, yeah. The cashier who bags your groceries for you, you should tip them. The person doing your oil change, you should tip them. The person 
backing your car in or helping you line up your tires at the car wash, you should be tipping them because those are all yeah. services. I mean, but there's definitely don't. a line. There's definitely a line. But where is the line? Um, we were talking about bartenders at the Phoenix Open. Uh, they do not get paid. They get tips only. Okay. Multiple people uh, texted in saying that they bartend, saying that they do not get paid as tips only. Okay. So, Well, then I will put my foot in my mouth on that one. Okay. Yes, if I were to drink at the Phoenix Open next year, now I know. Text of the 480. Tipping was because they were making lower than minimum wage. Otherwise, everyone's doing a service for you. That's what we're paying for. I would usually give them a water or a soda in reference to the movers. Tipping's just getting out of hand. Yeah. See, and like I said, like I am a very, very grateful person. So when I am like satisfied with somebody or I have like great service, I make it a point to let them know how grateful I am. I'm just so confused on the mover one, though. Why? Like, because, like, your couch is extremely heavy. I've moved that thing a couple of times, and I'm thankful I don't have to do it this yeah. time. So you have this moving company come in with this couch that is extremely heavy that, you know, you got to have to pivot, pivot, pivot <laughs> at the bottom of your stairs, you know? And you got to be grateful that you're not carrying that thing down the stairs. Right, but what we didn't know is that my couch comes apart. And now that I know that, uh, it's so, about half the weight. So right. they don't need no tip now. It's so half the that weight. does not. The, the backs actually, the backs, the recliners come off the couch, so it like splits the weight. <laughs> so sorry, I didn't know yeah. that when we moved. Yeah, in. appreciate that. Now, <laughs> well, I didn't like throw my back out or anything. <laughs> but I don't know. Where do you draw the line? Is uh you know, I, I fast food. A lot of people agree that you should not be tipping the fast food people. Uh-huh. You know, because they're not getting. Well, I guess somewhat are getting minimum wage, right? Honestly, but, I don't know. I've been blessed yeah. to never have to to work. In but fast they are food. basically just taking your money or handing your food out the window. Yeah, right. So the people making your food in the back, you it's know, it's not I mean, like you can say, "Hey, hand this to the cook." Yeah, because they're not going to do that. They'll keep it, put it in their pocket. I don't know. If you got a comment on uh, the whole tipping situation, where does it end? You know, wait, where's the line? You can text us at two two one away. We're going to get to more of your text coming up next. You're on Camel. From the Learning Road Injury Attorneys Traffic Center, a couple of problems here. One of Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. It's Gunner and Cheyenne. Thank you so much for listening this morning. A uh, very heated debate on tipping uh, happening this morning. Where do you draw the line? Uh, tipping, you typically give somebody money for providing a service to you. And typically it's when they give you exceptional service, right? Yes. But there's a lot of people that do expect tips. Regardless. You know, uh, waiters and waitresses, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, there's some people I, for whatever reason, I, I'm just a, a sucker when it comes to tip. I tip everybody. You really are. I do. I, you know, you go to Chase Field, you know, and get yourself a bottle of Bud Light and all she did was pop the, you know, twist the top off and hand me the can. <laughs> I still feel like I got a tipper. <laughs> you would tip the neighbor who mistakenly got your Amazon package yeah. and brought it to your yeah, house. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. Yes, but, you would. But the dude that hikes himself up my palm tree and trims that thing, I tip him, <laughs> even though I'm paying for the service. Uh-huh. You know, uh, I don't pay. I don't tip the pool guy. I don't. So ever why see, not? I don't ever see him in person. So, but he's know. providing you a service he so that you don't have to do service. your own pool cleaning. But it's different when you're face to face with somebody. Ah, Cheyenne. it's guilt. It's kind of what it is. It's guilt, not that you appreciate it. You feel bad. Where do you draw the line? Cheyenne is getting ready to move. She is not going to be tipping her movers, which I think, I mean, there is a line somewhere. I think movers kind of fall into the category that you should tip them, being that they're kind of sweating and, you know, moving your crap out of your apartment, you know, into a moving truck and Uh same thing out of the moving truck into the new place. You know, I feel like that that's a service that deserves tip. There's other services that may or may not deserve a tip. Uh, let's get to some of these texts coming in at 22108. Uh, text of the 480, I'm with the chick. <laughs> yeah. That would be you, Cheyenne. <laughs> That's me. I hope. <laughs> I don't know. You do dress like me sometimes. <laughs> well, I wouldn't go that far. Uh, the, the text goes on to say this tipping has gotten out of control. You're getting paid to do a job. Shut up and do it. Too many lazy people thinking they deserve money for nothing. Ooh. Uh, text of the 480 with Cheyenne on this. I used movers and they stood around and chatted more than they moved my stuff. I did tip them, in fact. My tip was, quote, my money and time are valuable. Let's get moving. <laughs> 
Okay, so now let me ask you this. So uh, you said the hot dog guy at Chase Field that brings you the hot dog down to your seat. Mm-hmm. You don't tip that guy. No. You do tip DoorDash. Yes. Who takes the food to you. Pretty much the same thing that the hot dog guy is doing. Yeah, but I do that because I know I worked for DoorDash, so I know the little amount of money that you make yeah. from that, and that's why. Text at the 747. I drive for DoorDash. DoorDash pays us $2 base. Yeah. Everything else is tip. People expect us to drive 10 miles, which is a 30-minute delivery for $2. We use our own vehicle, gas, mileage, oil, time, etc. If you order something to be delivered to your door, you better give us a good tip or go get it yourself. Yeah, and I wow. generally will tip DoorDash, my DoorDash delivery people, very well. Text at the 602, tipping is for going above and beyond. You should not feel obligated to tip because someone did their job. Uh, if you feel the service was better than you expected, then tip. But if there is an agreed upon price for the agreed upon service, no tip should be necessary. I could get behind that. Like if they moved my house to from where it is to where it's going with not including drive time. Your house or the stuff inside the house? The, like moved all my, my your ha- furniture in your boxes. All my stuff. Same thing. Moved all of my stuff. Well, no, some people get their their houses moved and they put it up on a big old trailer. Okay, I'm not moving my mobile home, sir. <laughs> Okay, okay. <laughs> moved all okay. my junk yep. and they did it in, in an incredible amount of time, then I would consider tipping. Uh, let's play a little game called Over the Line or Not. Okay. And we'll play that game coming up. Yes. We gotta, we're going to jump into the uh, another couple songs here. Uh, we're gonna, I'm going to throw out some professions that I always tip. Oh, I can't wait. And then wait. we'll figure out whether <laughs> that's crossing the line or not. All right. Um, jazz. We're going to try and draw a line here when it comes to tipping. We're going to do that next here on Camel Country. Thanks for listening to Gunner and Cheyenne. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.